0: Do you think this is, is like his his top three weirdest characters that he's played? Rob Schneider. Yes. Um, I was oh, thinking about that. Ula. He, um,
1: what's the one where he's the football player? The Water Boy. He's yes. a, he's a strange character in The Water Boy. He is. Isn't he the one on the sidelines who's just like you can do it? <laughs> is that not Rob Schneider? <laughs> I feel Schneider?
0: like that's definitely like a quote that he has in every single movie. <laughs> you can yeah, do it. Said, he says the same five you lines can, in every movie. You can do it. You
1: can do it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't even know what accent he's trying to do. I'm there. a just, Rob Schneider. He's just a Rob Schneider. It's his accent, character. Yeah.
1: Welcome to the Romcom Rewind podcast.
0: Hi, I'm Sarah, and I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again.
1: You made it here, so that means you probably love romantic comedies. We do as well.
0: So this is a show where we rewatch romcoms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide: Does it still hold up?
1: Today, we have 51st 50 50 dates. dates. And if you want to connect with us, we literally respond to every single person who messages us on Instagram. So if you have any thoughts and opinions, uh, at Romcom Rewind. We're also on TikTok, at Romcom Rewind. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify right now, please follow. And if it's on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. Tell us about, you know, how you feel about our podcast. Hopefully, it's a five-star review. Um, a shout-out to Sarah Cohen on our Instagram, though. She said, I just wanted to say I love your podcast. I just discovered it this morning, and I am obsessed, all caps. You two are so funny and sound so cool. People think we sound cool. Is that know, not that's, strange? That's really cool. We're not that cool, Sarah. <laughs> uh, thank you for brightening my day. Heart emoji, heart emoji. Well, thank you for that, Sarah. That's Thank so nice. you. It made our day. Us making your day made
0: our day as Yes. 51st
1: well. Dates is a 2004 romantic comedy directed by Peter Siegel. He also directed uh, Anger Management, The Longest Yard, Get Smart. So a few other Adam Sandlers. 51st mm-hmm. Dates is the story of Henry Roth, played by Adam Sandler. He is a womanizing veterinarian at a sea life park in Hawaii, which I already have a lot of questions about and we're going to get to. Okay. But essentially, like, he's a womanizer. He, He bangs a lot of tourists who come through. Until one day, he meets Lucy, played by Drew Barrymore, at a local cafe. They hit it off. Lucy says she would love to see him again the next day. So Henry arrives on schedule the very next day at this cafe, but Lucy has no recollection of who he is. I think she even tries to pepper spray him, doesn't she?
0: I think at one point. I think he goes several times.
1: (laughs) So we learn that a year ago, Lucy was in a car accident. And she has memory loss. Every morning she wakes up, she thinks it's the day before the accident. Which at this point, the accident happened a year ago. Every day is a new day, essentially. And as the name implies, Henry falls in love with her and hatches a plan to just continually go on first dates with Lucy over and over again. As she forgets about him every morning.
2: And Lucy. Oh, Henry Roth. Nice to
1: meet you. Nice to meet you. Whoa, amber is the color of your energy.
2: The only problem is. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? About a year ago, Lucy was in a terrible car accident. She lost her short-term memory. She won't remember him tomorrow. You and I are actually seeing each other. Don't worry, you're not going to suffer any short-term memory loss. But was your head shaped like an egg before she hit you? Now, the guy who's afraid of commitment. I just want to try something that'll help her remember me. It's a videotape. During this reenactment, you will be played by Oula. Aloha! How do you feel about your brain?
0: Okay, I really like this movie. (laughs) I own it on DVD, um, which really doesn't matter anymore because I don't have a DVD player to be able to watch it. Thank God for Netflix. (laughs) But it's always, like, it's such a lighthearted movie. I love Drew Barrymore. Um, I will say that I think it's one of Adam Sandler's better movies. I mean, it's a it's a really close, in my opinion, to The Wedding Singer. Oh, I was about to you say, know, what are
1: you going to say right now? Because the only appropriate answer is The is Wedding Singer. Is The Wedding Singer, singer.
0: Yeah. which is, again, with Drew Barrymore. Like, I really think she is the elevation of his movies. Like, she allows the movies to be, be that good, you know? Again... I also have The Wedding Singer on DVD. Um, you were on an Adam Sandler kick around then, hey? No, I, I think it was just the two of them together. Their chemistry is so good. I mean, I loved The Wedding Singer. But yeah, I think it's a close second to The Wedding Singer for me. What are I, your thoughts?
1: I would agree. The, the first thing I'll say about this movie is that it does, you said it, it has such a heart. It does. Um, I'll be honest, I don't love all Adam Sandler movies. Or how about, I don't love rewatching all adam sandler movies. it's hard i love billy <laughs> madison at the time i tried to rewatch it not long yes. ago don't judge me it hasn't aged well i think or it's just it's just not funny anymore in the it's, same way
0: it's the humor that has shifted right like the humor of adam sandler movies you know 15 20 years ago is not is not relevantly funny today yeah if that makes sense like the humor has shifted and changed
1: it's also kind of like they—they they all fall into the same framework of that. You know, the jokes are all very similar. The actors are all pretty similar, They're like, as evidenced the by the same, <laughs> as evidenced by this movie. I almost didn't recognize him, but I'm like, that's—is that Rob Schneider? Rob is Schneider. the best friend, and he's like the weird best friend in literally every Adam yes, Sandler movie. Yes.
0: Okay, so do you think this is, is like his his top? Three weirdest characters that he's played. Rob Schneider. Yes.
1: um I was oh, thinking about that. Ula. He, um, what's the one where he's the football player? The Water Boy. He's, yes. a, he's a strange character in The Water Boy. He is. I think. Isn't he the one on the sidelines who's just like, You can do it! <laughs> you can do it!
0: You can is that not Rob <laughs> I Schneider? I feel like that's definitely like a quote that he has in every <laughs> single movie. You yeah, can yeah, do he it. Said, he
1: says the same five you lines can, in every movie. You can do movie. it! You can do it! <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what accent he's trying
0: to do there. I'm it's a just, Rob Schneider. He's just a Rob Schneider. It's his accent. character. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I think this is definitely his his quirkiest or or one of them for sure. Definitely on the um, strange side. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely think so.
1: But so, so in essence, it is like a classic Adam Sandler movie. But
0: then when you peel
1: back some of the layers, the premise is actually really, really beautiful.
0: There's more to it than just a typical Adam Sandler movie. Just, the
1: premise is actually really beautiful Love when it. you when you break it down. The sweet moments between Adam and Drew, they're great. It, it has yeah. these lovable moments that for me luckily overshadow some of the some of the easy, I'll say like eye-rolly jokes that happen in a lot of Adam Adam Sandler movies that I don't think necessarily aged as well.
0: There's a few in this one, but um, that didn't age well. There's a few that didn't age well, and then there's a few
1: that are just like, yeah, it's not really funny anymore.
0: Yeah. But but
1: the Adam and Drew stuff... Love it. Th- there's especially a part midway through the movie where I'm like, wow, this is actually really sweet, and it kind of wins you over. I feel like the first 30 minutes, we're building up the premise, we're figuring the movie out, there's a lot of those like knee-jerk jokes, and then all of a sudden you get into these really sweet moments and these scenes between Adam and Drew that... You really fall in love with the movie through it.
0: I I completely agree. I I mean, I really like this movie. I've always liked this movie. I can watch this one over and over again. It's one of those that I can just continuously watch. Well, you know what, though? I'm surprised
1: you don't love all Adam Sandler movies because they also (laughs) all, they kind of live in their own universe. They do. Where one, it's always going to end fine.
0: Yes. You know, the, the
1: ending is always going to be pleasing in some way. Yep. So, like, that way, it's kind of like a Hallmark romantic comedy. Hey,
0: I don't hate Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> That's not what I said. I... I think the humor has changed since when he would make those movies. We
1: need to do a comparison of Hallmark romantic comedies oh and Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movies. Because it's always, <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's always the same six actors, right? It is, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it always ends happily. We always know we're going to have a happy oh ending. Oh my God. There are a lot of yuck yuck jokes, you know, I rolly Yes,
0: yes. It's true, actually. The, the, oh, the oh, correlation between the two is... Is more than I thought? Are is... Adam
1: Sandler movies the male Hallmark romantic comedies?
0: <gasps> I think. Oh, my gosh. That just blew my mind. I think they 100%. are. A hundred percent. I think they are. Guys, today, <laughs> you have heard it here first. Adam Sandler <laughs> movies are the male version of Hallmark Christmas movies.
1: The are- Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I love it. Look at you go. Every now and then, Sarah. I love how surprised Whoa. you are.
1: <laughs> oh, you said something <laughs> interesting today. <Whoa.
0: laughs> Okay, so the movie starts off, like you said, with him being Henry Roth, dating all these women while they're in Hawaii for vacation. And when their vacation ends, he ghosts them by giving some crazy excuse that he can't continue the relationship. I mean, talk about getting his cake and eating it too. Plus, those excuses in general, overall, they're not great. And and you'll see like in the first five minutes of it, his excuses get crazier and crazier as, as the movie goes on, I should say. Like, the girls believe the excuses, which is wild to me because I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah, okay, you're a CIA agent and you're vacationing in Hawaii too, or you live in Hawaii. Like,
1: Adam Sandler movies, they're always so bizarre in terms of his character. Like, don't mess with the Zohan. He's like some, he's again like a CIA agent who's like undercover or something like this. Yes, You're trying to convince me that Adam Sandler <laughs> lives in Hawaii and he's just picking up all these tourists? Yeah. I mean, I like Adam Sandler. Um, He's not a looker. Guys no, like- <laughs> no,
0: no. And I think Drew Barrymore in this movie accurately describes his head shape as an egg. Oh, is it? <laughs> I have to say, okay, I'm going to say this now because I i don't want to forget. But when, when they're in the studio near the end of the movie and Drew Barrymore has pictures of him painted all over the place and one is him with a literal egg as a head.
1: Oh my God. That was
0: going to be my honorable mention.
1: That's funny. I didn't even notice that. That
0: was going to be my honorable mention because I was just like, that is amazing. Okay. So if you had to give an excuse or like to a woman, what would you use? The CIA agent one? Or like, what would you say? How would you go about doing it? Listen, he's going about this all wrong, Sarah. Oh, okay.
1: They're tourists. They They're are. leaving. You don't even need an excuse. You don't <laughs> need the CIA <laughs> thing. Just standing. She's there and li- Hawaii Bye. is really far away. Yeah. You're depending. never gonna see them again. You're fine. <laughs> Adam Sandler's character, Henry, could really learn a lot from twenty twenty one dating in that you don't need an excuse, man. You can just ghost people. And it's socially acceptable now. It's fine to ghost
0: someone. I mean, it's not fine to ghost somebody. Let's <laughs> no, just no, let's fine just fine. roll that back a little bit. <laughs> it's not fine to ghost someone. It's rude. Right. Well, uh... no, it's rude. She's on rude. vacation.
1: She's looking for a fling. He ghosted her. Oh no. Yeah, I
0: feel like though they've fallen in love with him, which is wild. But which is <laughs> um yeah. in itself. But but I think they want something longer, and that's when he has to give the excuse. I think I think it comes when. They're leaving and they're like, "Oh, let's continue this because I love you, Henry Roth." And he's like, eh, nope, cut the cord. Yep, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Desperately fall in love with him. Yeah, like
1: <laughs> this is never gonna happen in real life,
0: dude." <laughs> well, his wife said, "Hey, star. his wife's in the movie." Oh, whoa, who yeah. His wife? Hey, quick facts, quick facts. Okay,
1: all right, that's a tease. Later, Get yeah, it.
0: yeah. Okay, so when we meet some of Henry's friends and coworkers, um, which is. Adam Sandler style, you know, take characters to a whole other level. Some of the jokes, like I said earlier, quickly, they have not aged well. Mm -hmm. But the actors do do a great job at portraying the craziness, which is in typical Adam Sandler fashion. Um, You know, Ula seems to be Henry's best friend who's missing an eye and has been bitten by a shark, um, which we see Henry tending to his wounds as a vet, not a doctor. Um, Ula also has five kids who pretty much are there, I'm pretty sure, to keep him alive. Then we have Alexa, played by Luisa Strauss. Um, her character's great. She's an eager vet, I think assistant, I would say. Yeah. Um, who's really there for her love of animals and desire to help them.
1: Is she like the vaguely Eastern European one? Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: And I'll be honest, most of the jokes in this movie about her, um, they did not age well. Yeah. At at all um and that's one of the pieces of this movie that i'm critical about um but that's what i'll say we first meet her though she runs into henry's office yelling well um you know that he has to come quick something's wrong with one of the walruses is is a plural of a walrus a walry? Walry? i don't think so i think it's a walrus um it's kind of like moose and meese but it's really moose
1: it's just moose and more moose
0: yeah um, anyway, he runs there with her um, he's tending to the walrus and he asks her to go and test the temperature of the water. But she runs right in. She panics. And instead of checking the thermometer, she just like just dives on right in with her clothes on and everything. And then he says, grab some fish to feed to feed the walrus, brings it. The walrus pukes all over her. But then she says, like, this is why she got into this business. All the while, Henry and the walrus were playing a joke on her the entire time. I did laugh out loud at the scene, though, because it was really Did you
1: actually? I I rolled my eyes so hard. Oh, really? Because it's so predictable Adam Sandler joke. Because you remember what he says? He's like, oh, we got to get close. And as soon as they get close, I'm thinking (laughs) something's either coming out of that walrus's butthole or it's coming out of the mouth. But something gross is about to happen. And sure enough, it pukes all over her. The puke
0: part was gross. But when... Inici- like when initially she gets there and she just like runs right into the water. I was a little I forgot about that. I was yeah. like, oh my god! I was like, yep, that's like that's intense. What's the
1: temperature of the water she jumps in? Yeah, it was a little
0: cold. Henry's main goal um, at this point, in which um, could also be the reason why he has such commitment issues, is that he wants to go to Alaska uh, on an Alaskan adventure with his boat. You know, study underwater life of walruses because I guess at that point there's not a ton of well I don't know if there's still a, if there is at this point either, but but um, there's not a lot of underwater life for walruses. Um, we see him take his boat out for a test run, and things don't go well. He ends up having to take his smaller boat to shore to get assistance. He ends up going into a restaurant, and this is where the meat cute happens. The meat cute. He sees this woman in a pink shirt and white pants sitting in her booth, making a waffle house. Talk about playing with food, and goes over to chat.
2: I'm Lucy. Yes, I'm Henry Roth. Nice, nice to meet, to meet you. Here. It's pretty. Keep up the good work. Wait, I see you're sitting there alone. Um, do you wanna come and sit down? Sure, sure, that'd be great. That's all right. Okay. So are you an architect? I am not, I'm in fish. Oh, that's where the smell is coming from. Yeah, yeah. I was feeding a walrus this morning, and I thought I got most of it off of me, but I guess I didn't.
0: She likes his smelly fish hands, which, okay, that's a little weird, uh, but we'll go with it. And they really hit it off.
1: They do. It it was a sweet, it was kind of strange in that Adam Sandler way, kind of meet cute. Oh, yeah. But I still felt it. I'm like, okay, they're vibing off each other. I understand all the the points here. Uh, It was a nice meet cute, though.
0: It was. It was really cute, yeah. He has a lovely time chatting with her again, um, says that they're going to meet there again for the following day, though, for breakfast. Okay, so the next morning he goes back to the diner only to find she doesn't remember who he is. This is where really the movie kind of kicks off. He has no idea why he wouldn't remember him, freaks out. She freaks out. um, And the owner of the diner pulls him aside and explains, like you said earlier, that she was in a terrible accident um, with a cow and she hit her head and can't remember Uh, anything and lost her short-term memory. Lucy has a head injury and thinks it's October 13th every day and does the same thing every single day.
1: And the tee up to it, because he gets to the diner before her, she walks in, blows right past him. I think the owner at the time is like, hey, you should probably leave. And he's like, no, I'm going on this date. And you can see glimpses of people trying to, you know, they're throwing up the stop sign. Hey, Henry, take a moment here. We want to tell you something. And then he walks up. She tries to... She's completely flabbergasted by him.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then we
1: learn the premise of the movie. Well, we we learn the catalyst for the premise because the premise is coming up.
0: Yes, yeah. So Lucy gets home after breakfast.
1: Back to her, pa- like back her to father's her. Home. Yes, back yeah. to her
0: father's home because she lives there with her father and her brother. Um, her dad. Every every year, I guess for his birthday, they go and pick a pineapple, which is actually how she got into the accident. Um, they had to veer off the road because they were going to hit a cow, which is hilarious. I wonder how the cow's doing. Um, probably not well. Probably not well. Well, they didn't hit it, so. Right. Um. But her, you know, she gets home and her dad already bought a pineapple, um, and has painted his workshop white so that she can go in and paint. She's an art teacher. Um, she also says, you know, while she's painting to go and watch the Vikings game, which of course he has a secret copy that he watches. So she doesn't know that he's, you know, seen it multiple times, probably over 300 times that he's seen it. You know, they celebrate his birthday and she gets him the sixth sense. They watch it again for the 300th time. Um, after that, you know, she heads to bed and they put everything like back the way it was. It's insane and like very... Very dedicated. You know, the pineapples are in the locked freezer. The papers, they've printed the same October 13th paper, you know, hundreds of times. They repaint. They take a picture of what she painted in the workshop. Then they paint it white again. They wrap the present of the sixth sense for the 300th time. They wash her same clothes And they make her shampoo the same level. That was, I was, I was like, whoa, like that's extra. And this is back to the, like
1: one, this movie has a lot of absurdity to it. Yeah. But there's also a lot of heart to it where, yeah, what they are doing is genuinely a little bit crazy, maybe a little bit destructive, which is what Henry gets to later. But in the end, it is that there's some heart to it where like they just want her to live a happy life. And if she wakes up every day thinking it's October 13th. Then I guess we need to play out every day as if it's October thirteenth. So yeah, everything. The one thing that got me, I hate painting. Like, well, what part of that process would be most annoying to you? So they're re- rewatching a football game probably every day, or rewatching a <laughs> friggin' Bruce Willis. Oh my god, the Sixth Sense <laughs> would get no- Would get
0: like to be a lot. I think.
1: That I was gonna say because the football game I might actually not mind watching.
0: Well, I like over how over again. I like how the brother. Bets Lucy, I bet the next play is gonna be this, this, and she goes, "Oh my God, you're so good!" <laughs> yeah, he's it like, "It's
1: gonna be a fake uh, to so and so, and then a uh, sideline pasta." Yeah, it was yeah. really funny. <laughs> I
0: thought, like, I was like, "Oh, that's good. That that was funny."
1: Yeah, the painting part of this equation would be the absolute worst.
0: It, I I agree. Con- How much money are you spending on white oh, paint? Guys? So much money, so much money. Well, they have the contractor big pails, the five gallon pails. Um, How do you know that? Because I used I used to work in a paint store. You
1: notice that? That's yes,
0: I did. Because I was like, oh my god, the amount of money that they spent on paint. I did notice that they had five gallon pails of paint.
1: And that's a VHS tape of a football game. Eventually, that VHS tape, those would run out.
0: Absolutely, it would definitely be worn after. You got to rewind
1: it. Rewinding them.
0: It's like perpetual Groundhog Day.
1: I was going to say there are... But they know. It's similar to Groundhog Day. It's similar to a few movies, and there's one point exactly that I want to bring up that reminds me of something else. It's like an action-adventure drama. Oh,
0: yes. I think I know which one you're talking about. But there's one
1: word that Lucy says in a little bit that reminds me of that movie, which I find is so interesting with like, kind of like, I guess, like time loop movies like these. It's not necessarily a time loop, but for one person, it is a time loop. Right. But now we get into the the crux of the movie, mm-hmm. which is that Henry is undeterred,
0: yeah. So he goes back every morning and tries to start up a conversation with Lucy to no avail. Some days, she doesn't even speak English. I think the one day she's speaking Japanese, maybe.
1: Yeah, she tries to blow um, him off a little bit.
0: Yeah, um, his last resort is to sit at the bar and start crying, and she comes over and and he says, "Oh my gosh, I can't read," which is totally a uh, an Adam Sandler movie in the move, in a movie. So she helps him read the menu, and they order, and then they you know strike up a conversation, and then they have a great morning. They have a really great morning, and then they kind of leave. She gets mad that he at least didn't ask for her number, but of course he knows like the background of why he wouldn't and so she she kind of like just speeds off she gets and pissed. she gets pissed off and goes home and this leads into my best scene
1: okay what's your best scene
0: so my best scene he does go to the house after this point to apologize Um, To Lucy to say like you know I'm really sorry I didn't ask for your number blah 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 whatever but her dad comes out and tells him to stay away from the hookie lounge and uh, not to see his daughter again he agrees but he kind of takes some liberty with that he agrees not to see her at at the lounge at the diner he comes up with this crazy idea that on her way to and from breakfast he sets up these pit stops he asked
2: me not to go to the hookie lounge I'm not going to the hookie lounge not doing anything wrong. And just when you think, you think that you it. Sorry to bother you, I'm kind of stuck here. Uh oh, car trouble? Yeah. You mind giving me a jump? Okay. Appreciate your time. Not everybody would have stopped like you, oh, you're yeah. real sweet. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Ah! Over
0: there. <laughs> he's on the side of the road with his truck broken down and flags her down for help and then you know the next day he stops in the is puts a penguin down and then one of the days though he has his friend ula pretend to beat him up
2: okay howly, what do you think you can come to this island a pineapple. Help me! Ow! Not so hard! Take it easy! Trying to bang help. a we oh. Making my sister clean your hotel.
0: Right. And so okay. she stops and she goes, Oh my god, oh my god, hey, let hey, me help. Brings help. out a bat.
2: Oh!
1: You oh. At him! You got it. enough, oh! enough. Are you okay? Yes, Okay, yes. I'll be right back. And starts beating and the, starts crap, out beating the crap, yeah. crap out of
0: him. And that is the fun. Like, I was laughing, not because at, at Rob Schneider's expense, but more so that he's like, oh my God, stop, 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 stop. And she doesn't. And then Ula tries to run away. And Lucy <laughs> follows him and goes, he's not getting away. And then she continues. And it was just so. Like all of this whole scene, this big scene is is hilarious. The penguin was adorable. It just his effort every single day to try to spark up a conversation. It was just really cute. And I loved it. I loved that.
1: These are also my best scenes. Oh, although, no way. although there is a problem with them. Or okay. a conundrum that I have with a conundrum, them. conundrum. But this right. is in my mind where the movie kind of bursts to life. Because <laughs> it is the premise. He's trying to have a first date with her. Every day. Every single day, <laughs> which is really, really beautiful. And and this movie really, really blossoms in these moments. They work so well together, like we talked about, Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. There's a sweetness
0: it is, to it these is.
1: Uh, scenes. That's a great word. Because all he wants to do is spend time with her, and it's really, really sweet. And she forgets a bit of every morning. It's kinda, Yes,
0: I'm waiting for the conundrum part.
1: The conundrum. <laughs> So he starts by pretending that his car is broken down. Right? Right. Yeah. So so Lucy forgets what's happening every morning. So as she's driving to the cafe, oh my God, there's a guy.
0: He could literally just do that every day.
1: Here we go, Sarah. He starts with the car Um, broken down and that works. That story is successful. Why do you need to change the story?
0: Right. It escalates quite quickly. The
1: next day, (laughs) there's a construction zone and he's pretending to be a construction worker. Then there's a penguin. Then there's Ula trying to mug him. <laughs> then there's one time where he's just tied up yeah. beside his car, and that's when the dad and brother yes, drive and, by. Yes,
0: exactly. Which you're
1: going to get to in a sec. Mm-hmm. But but in my mind, like the, these movies are so sweet and they're so beautiful. So in the end, I'm happy that Adam Sandler varied up. The ways that he meets Lucy.
0: I think he had to, right? For the viewer. For the viewer,
1: but if you really (laughs) think about it, if if the car broken down was successful and you got a first date over that and she forgets every morning
0: do that 50 times oh do it God. every
1: time be more efficient with your time you're man. so
0: right i didn't even think about that until you were saying it absolutely uh, it is 100 for the viewer i was
1: gonna say i thought i was an asshole for thinking that but i'm like why don't you just do that again just, no. just do it over and over again
0: no you're uh he would be happily content doing that and she would know she would be none the wiser i have no idea no no Yeah. okay yeah so like you said he is tied up in his trunk waiting for her to come and he sees another car come by and he goes Oh, false alarm. No worries. You know, whatever. Turns out it's her dad and brother and her dad tells him, come by the house. Um, and and they kind of walk through the the house and the, the workshop. And Marlon, Lucy's dad, says she only sings on days when she meets you. And I thought that was also a really sweet part that, yeah. um, you know, on days that she doesn't meet him it just kind of a status quo she goes through the motions without even realizing it that you know the dad and brother go through the motions and and I mean I think like I said earlier the dad and brother live for her and they want her to be happy and so I think that Marlon starts to realize that this man this random man who won't go away is truly making her happy so how can we make this work and I thought that was really sweet you know everybody's kind of coming together And it all comes to a head at this point. So the next day, while at breakfast, Lucy and Henry are having a conversation. And Lucy sees an officer is giving her a ticket for her expired license plate. Finds out that it's May and not October and races home. And her dad knows right away. He goes, oh, she's having a bad day. Let's go. Like, we're in action. And she wants to go see the doctor. They tell her everything. They tell her that, you know, what happened. They have a little book, a scrapbook of things that, that have happened and, you know, how the accident happened and that she has a short-term memory loss and she wants to go see the doctor. And so does Henry, which I thought was really cute that he was going to take her. And her dad kind of says like, you know, you're actually dating this this man who wants to come with you. Cause she's like, what is this random guy yeah, doing? Who is this guy? Who, don't He's call like, me we're loose. We're actually dating. Yeah. <laughs> like we're actually dating. You know, the brain scans show no improvement at the Institute and that it's most likely permanent. We, we kind of get to meet some other characters as well who are also in Adam Sandler movies or who were on SNL with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Um, you know, 10 Second Tom.
1: I was going to say, you see him in all these movies. He,
0: yes, he is one of my honorable mentions, but I just had him here and I was just like, this is just too funny. Yeah. He has a memory like a goldfish.
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. Right? There's like, also the guy on the way into the, um, the Institute, like that yes. kind of reception, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Who you're gonna oh Sarah's excited to tell me
0: something. <laughs> no I'm not, but later on I am. Like I have lots of honorable mentions. Oh,
1: do you? <laughs> Cause he's the same guy who had the first wedding. Isn't he the first guy to have the wedding for the wedding singer?
0: Oh
2: <gasps> good. He's catch. the groom. Is yeah. he?
1: He's in the wedding singer because I vividly remember if you really want oh my god and then they pan to the crowd and that guy's just like pissed off and stuff yeah
0: oh my gosh yeah quite positive okay because he's too freaking funny
1: these are some of the most important scenes maybe in the movie because you know there needed to be some conflict the the status quo couldn't continue with lucy and her family right we needed something to to mix that up and kind of jolt it a little bit yeah it's almost like a couple sentences that happen that I find extremely interesting. Okay. Like, Lucy's a- asking the doctor all these questions, and he remarks in some way. I think she asks him, like, how many times have we had this conversation? Right. And he's like, many times. So you have to think that over the last, however, like, it's been about but, a Over year, a year,
0: a little over a year. It's
1: been over a year. How many times has she realized that she's having memory loss come home, her dad explains it a little bit, they go to the Institute, he explains it. It reminds me of the movie, The Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Where, I mean, the premise is kind of the same.
0: More action, for sure.
1: Tom Cruise dies, he wakes up, it's the same day every time. In this scenario, he knows it's the same day. But there's a scene where, and every day, he needs to explain to Emily Blunt's character... Uh, that you know the, there's a time loop happening. It's a really good movie. And there's a point where they get to where she like they get to like this farmhouse or whatever, and there's a helicopter in the garage, and he's like, I don't really want to go in the helicopter. And they get into an argument, and he's like, You die every time we turn on that helicopter. I've played this like we've yeah. gone through this moment hundreds of times, and I don't know how to do it where you don't die. And it's it's this really emotional moment in that movie where you realize that he's been living this moment. Hundreds of times, right? And it's kind of like that for Lucy in this moment, where like she has no idea that she's had this same conversation with this doctor, countless times. We we don't mm-hmm. know how many times, but it's been a lot, probably. Yeah, yeah. It gets a little emotional. It's back to like this movie's an Adam Sandler movie. There are a lot of yuck yuck jokes, but there is like some heart.
0: There is, yeah. I completely. It's it's like I said, lighthearted, heartwarming, um, heartwarming, movie. but like speckled um, with some Adam Sandlerness. Yeah, you know. Are you crying? No. Oh, okay. I mean, maybe a little bit. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you're looking a little teary. When they return from the doctors, Lucy's dad um, asks Henry to come in for a beer. Henry kind of tells them that his plan is to go to Alaska for a year to study walruses and, um, you know, that every day for Lucy doesn't have to be the same. He thinks that what freaks her out the most is that she doesn't know and comes to find out that they've tricked her every day. So, there's a little bit of a disagreement, not necessarily like a dis like it's a disagreement, but it's not like a full out fight. So he does leave. Um, Henry leaves and takes the scrapbook, though. That day, Lucy also told Henry that her favorite flowers were white lilies. Mm. And so that m- next morning on the way to breakfast, Henry grabs some flowers and they sh- he shows up at the, the lounge at the diner and gives her some white lilies saying, oh, a secret admirer got you these. And she's ecstatic. She's super excited. And this is where the Good Morning Lucy video comes into play. Yeah. It goes through everything that she missed and how they first met There, you know, how they first met everything that's happened in the last year. And it's just a easier way. She kind of freaks out, but not as bad as she was before.
1: Henry's trying.
0: Totally. Because
1: once again, the status quo can't happen. I think there's one moment where henry and the dad are arguing yeah. and henry's like what's gonna happen in 10 years when she wakes up looks in the mirror and she's 10 years older and the dad says i think about that scenario every, every day. single day so something had to happen mm-hmm. and henry henry's trying it was actually a very funny video
2: aloha i'm henry rock uh we met here at the pukilau cafe about a year after your accident um i like you and you like me most days Every day is different, but basically this is what happens. And
0: right. then so, yeah, it's kind of a more of a normal day. And Lucy actually gets to see some of her friends who she hasn't seen in so long. That's right. One of which the uh, actress is Maya Rudolph. I didn't even. A it very like young Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph yeah. Which is was so crazy. I kind of looked at it and I was like, that looks like Maya Rudolph. And I was like, whoa, it is again another SNL character that Adam Sandler had worked with which I think is really cool I mean it's neat that he kind of has this like group of people who are 100% down with the wildness of his ways and are down to be in the movies that he creates
1: yeah that that's cool you think Well, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I mean, the Maya Rudolph cameo was interesting. I love
0: Maya Rudolph. So after this, after the campfire and everything, they kind of have a moment. They say they they love each other and they have their first kiss like a billion times. So after this, every single day she watches this video and they go on dates. And he gets to hang out with her, not only at breakfast time, throughout the entire day or or in the evenings now. And it seems like things are, are actually going well um you know they have a date at the aquarium and and he actually made a song about her called forgetful lucy does he make a song for every single movie do you think he does that night uh so they've been on several dates at this point and um they've been doing this every day for a while and he asks uh this specific night if she will marry him and she says yes the next morning she wakes up and she screams at this man, this random man, is in her bed and she doesn't know. And he's just so perplexed, but I don't really know why he would be. <laughs>
1: I was going <laughs> to you know? say, that was like an easy... You realize you shouldn't sleep in the same bed as her, right? right? Like, like, that's going to be a problem.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Set your
1: alarm a little early, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're <laughs> like, going to have to on. get up every single day before her to make yes. sure that she doesn't <laughs> think get that... Get out I'm... of the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so, like, it kind of all comes to a head at this point where Lucy overhears him talking about how he's no longer going to go to alaska that he's going to stay there because lucy needs him you know every day and whatever and lucy breaks up with him yeah
2: you had plans and a life before you met me and now all you have time for is to make me fall in love with you every day that's not all i do i gave a penguin a bath today (laughs) which i'll have to do again tomorrow henry I look at my dad and my brother's lives and I won't do that to you. What do you want me to do? Be some stupid chapter in your scrapbook and then go on my way? No. My plan is to erase you completely so it's as if you never existed.
0: You know, he can go on his trip and she asks him to help erase him which is
1: really weird i was gonna say that i kind of didn't understand how that was happening like she's talking about erasing him and then all of a sudden he is reading her journal about him yeah it's weird it's sad like if somebody just broke up with me yeah and they're like hey i wrote a bunch of stuff about you do you want to read it be like no go away i don't (laughs) want to talk to you right now
0: yeah and like and then they have one big last kiss in the rain, yes, which is a course. total rom-com, cliche, cliche move for sure. How would you feel though if she did that? Like you've been trying for months every day to convince her that you love her and in return she does love you and she breaks up with you because she knows one day, one day, she'll forget it the next day that you want to go to Alaska, but she breaks up with you that day and you let her.
1: Oh, I'd be pretty gutted. I mean, he went through a lot here. Don't forget. Listen, if we talk about the hoops that Henry is going through yeah. to get Lucy... Like there's all the cafe stuff and there's all the roadside stuff and then there's going to the doctor. There's making that video. The man is dedicated. Hey the guy's trying. Heck yeah. He's trying hard. Is there a strange duality here of how he keeps on sleeping with these tourists at the beginning and he comes up with elaborate ways to get them to forget about him but then he falls in love with somebody who literally forgets about him every single day. Whoa. Whoa. Deep thoughts with Dev.
0: And he has to come up with elaborate ways to Get her to fall to in love with him. him.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Ooh, here we go. Deep
0: thoughts with Dev. I'm
1: sure it's, it's an Adam Sandler movie, so I'm sure they <laughs> they weren't thinking that deep. I'll do the thinking for you, though, Adam. That's a great subplot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I and I'll get into this more in my quick facts, but the script actually was written pre like prior to Adam Sandler getting it.
1: Right, because this is directed by Peter Siegel. So that's not like a, I don't think it's a Happy Madison movie.
0: No, it is not. The Happy
1: Madison ones are the ones done by Adam Sandler. Right, yeah. This is just a director who happens to like Adam Sandler.
0: I know that the script was written prior to Adam Sandler getting a hold of it. I'll get more into that again. Another little quick tidbit. They stay broken up. Lucy doesn't remember him anymore, and he does decide that he's going to continue his trip to Alaska. Lucy's dad, before he leaves, um, stops by to say goodbye. He tells him that Lucy's living at the Institute now, that she doesn't want to burden, burden him and Doug, um, and so that's why she's living there. She's really doing well, teaching an art class, and Marlon gives Henry a CD of the Beach Boys. And the backstory to this is that whenever Doug and Marlon would leave to go on a fishing trip because they're fishermen um, or fisher people, and um, every time they would leave, Lucy would give them a Beach Boys CD because that was uh, Marlon and Lucy's mom's favorite song. And so they loved the CD and it would always bring them back. It takes them a little bit of time off the coast of, of the island uh, to realize that they gave him the CD because... She does remember him. She actually does remember him.
1: So it's it's the story that she sings. The only times yes. she sings when she gets home is yeah. the days that she meets Henry. Right. So the dad was kind of implying like she's at the Institute, but she's still singing these Beach Boys songs, which implies she's remembering henry in some way right which is like dad just tell him i know hey maybe go back like you could save me a lot of time off the coast of this island if you just yeah. straight up told me yeah
0: like he's all in it's lucy who wasn't <laughs> you're not trying to convince henry what, who are you the riddler like we don't need to, uh, th- these strange like just tell me <laughs> yeah yeah just tell the guy that's all he wants to get him know. The
1: CD. the CD is a clue oh, to god. the fact that she's singing
0: songs about him. No, just tell him. Oh my god! Come yeah, on. what CD? If there was no Spotify or Apple Music, because there wouldn't be on his boat. Um, if you could choose one, who would you like? What band or like who would you want to travel with oh, in terms man. of music?
1: Travel with?
0: Yeah. So like, it's your CD. Yeah,
1: I I do like these aren't my favorite band, but I feel like for traveling, you either want like nostalgic classic rock like mm. some led zeppelin okay. or something like indie folky like the lumineers See, i feel like those are adventure tracks i would choose you know? indie
0: folky like indie folk it's it's easy listening actually you know what? it's very road trippy I,
1: I, I got i got the answer to this Kay. arcade fire the suburbs oh. because not only is it kind of like indie, that's a good one. it's a double so you get twice as many songs <laughs> so that's, that's good we rotate over more stuff there it is. That's <laughs> I like the it. correct answer to that question. It
0: is a correct answer. I would think yeah. I still like the luminaries, but okay. Yeah. So I almost gave the security guard at the Institute an honorable mention. Okay. Why? Because he's really bad at his job. Oh yeah. He's very, but poor. he's really funny the way he does it. <laughs> yeah. You go ahead. Oh, oh my gosh. He just, he forgets. That's why we're going to let him go through. And I'm just like, no man, he doesn't <laughs> even go here. You don't even go here. Even, yeah.
1: You don't even <laughs> go here.
0: <laughs> so yeah, he gets there asks Lucy if she remembers him and she says no, but then she shows him her studio and it's full of pictures of him.
1: Including the one egghead Including egg
0: the egghead picture, which is my personal favorite.
2: I don't know who you are, Henry. But I dream about you almost every night. Why? What would you say if I told you that notebook you read every day? used to have a lot of stuff about me in it. I would say that that makes a lot of sense. You erased me from your memories because you thought you were holding me back from having a full and happy life, but you made a mistake. Being with you is the only way I could have a full and happy life. You're the girl of my dreams, and apparently I'm the man of yours.
0: And then it kind of goes fast forwards to the next scene, which is her waking up and watching her daily video and sees them getting married. You know, she sees their life together, goes to the window to see that they're in Alaska. Marlon's there as well and that they have a daughter.
1: So she wakes up every morning, watches this video, yep. comes outside and surprise. And her dad's also on the ship, too, yes, which yes. I find really funny.
0: <laughs> Cons- like, But I think her dad would have to be there. Because at least she knows less jarring, less jarring. It's one person from her past that she remembers, because otherwise it would be Adam Sandler and their daughter. Who, who are he's these ne- humans. Yeah. Yeah. Who are these people that I'm on a random ship with in the middle of the Arctic? And I don't know who, the, who they are. Where the hell am I?
1: A sweet way to end this movie. You, you need to wrap it up with a bow.
0: It's a bittersweet. And I have to say, I'm actually happy that they didn't cure her. It was just a nice way to not have a typical ending of, of a rom-com yeah. almost. Like usually everything's figured out or everything, you know, happy. It ends happy-go-lucky and whatever. Whereas this is like a little bit bittersweet. She always will have to watch this movie, but she's happy.
1: Yeah, she's happy. And that's the most important thing. They're all happy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Quick facts. Quick facts. The movie was originally set in Seattle. It's hard to imagine it anywhere else, but the director said that in the original script, the story took place in Seattle. It was Sandler's idea to move it to Hawaii, as he thought the location would bring more opportunities to the story and be a beautiful backdrop for Henry and Lucy's budding romance. During an interview with the dating scene, Drew Barrymore said that when she originally looked at the project, it was called 51st Kisses and set in Seattle instead of Tropical Hawaii. Ten years after the release of Fifty First Dates, Drew Barrymore went on to reveal that in addition to the movie having a different name, it was originally more of a drama than a comedy. But when Adam Sandler got a hold of the project, it was switched for the more upbeat and positive vibe that it came to be.
1: So Adam Sandler walks in here, they're like, hey, you want to do this movie? He's like, yes, one condition. (laughs) We're going to Hawaii. Screw Seattle. (laughs) Yeah, And I want to throw my own yuck yuck jokes in there. Exactly. And they said, yeah, sure, Adam, go, go crazy.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> okay. I'm sure that that is somewhat of the conversation that happened. You just wanted a vacation in Hawaii, guys. Uh, like. Who wouldn't? <laughs> like, who wouldn't? This is the first film in history to be released on the Blu-ray format back in 2006.
1: It's strange that in this movie, she watches a VHS tape to remember her life, yet it was released on Blu-ray.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. The neurological condition from which Lucy suffers, Goldfield syndrome, is entirely fictional. True, antrograde amnesia affects either short-term memory, which can last minutes or seconds, or intermediate-term memory, which can last days or weeks. Falling asleep has nothing to do with the condition, and sleep actually intensifies many chemical effects, which help memory. Henry and Lucy's daughter is named Nicole. Nicole. The ending of this movie was planned to be so different. The current ending shows how Henry continues his romance with Lucy, despite the odds um, with him waking up every morning explaining their love with a videotape, including explaining their wedding and then explaining to her that they do in fact have a daughter. However, the director has said that originally the ending was going to be with them waking up in bed together. Lucy had painted a mural or he had painted a mural for her to remind her, kind of like a videotape. Oh, that
1: seems sweeter, to be honest.
0: The soundtrack for this movie was Adam Sandler's idea. It is quite memorable, just like its plot, and features classic 80s songs like Slave to Love and Every Breath You Take, with an island vibe. They even had the popular artists get on board. Seal did a cover of Lips Like Sugar, and 311 did a cover of Love Song. 51st States features some smaller roles filled with well-known comedians. The happy Madison guys, Alan Covert and Kevin James. There was also Maya Rudolph. However, everyone freaked out when they heard another SNL alum, Dan Aykroyd, was going to be in the movie. In an earlier scene, a dentist and a woman in the dentist chair are seen talking with each other. The woman playing the dentist is Jackie Sandler, Adam's wife. Oh. And the woman in the chair is played by Linda Siegel, director, Peter Siegel's wife, who is a dentist in real life. <laughs> the yellow car Lucy drives is a 1973 Volkswagen thing. So, my uncle, cool story, my uncle had one of these cars. Um, we used to drive it downtown Toronto all the time, it was white. Just like Lucy's. Um, it was originally developed for the West German Army in 1968 as the European Jeep.
1: That's pretty cool. It's a cool ride.
0: It is really cool. The Whitmore's house is the same house that the girls lived in in the movie Blue Crush in 2002. I don't know if you've oh, ever seen Blue Crush. wow. I loved that movie. That was a cool movie. Yeah. There are several references to the Hormel meat product spam in the movie. According to the company, Hawaii leads the nation in per capita in consumption of Spam. Over 6.7 million cans are sold annually in Hawaii, which equals 5.5 cans per year per Hawaiian. That's
1: wild. They mentioned it. So I thought, like, is Spam a big deal out there? They mentioned it a few times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Inspiration for this movie was pulled from the rom-com Groundhog Day in 1993.
1: Which we should do at some point.
0: Absolutely, we should. When Ula tees off at the golf course, Henry says that his swing was the stupidest swing he's ever seen. The swing was inspired by Happy Swing in the movie Happy Gilmore, another of Adam Sandler's movies from 1996. Of the three movies Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore made together, this is the only one that was number one at the box office and made over $100 million. The diner where Lucy has her breakfast every morning was originally a house that was remodeled for this movie. It is located on a macadamia nut farm on the eastern side of Oahu. The same house was used in Tears of the Sun in 2003 and scenes from Jurassic Park 1993. Um, They were filmed in open fields nearby. So the house, uh, I said it was made for this movie, but it's made for movies. Henry's best friend is a character named Ula. This character was based on a real person that Adam Sandler met while in Hawaii previously. Ula is easily one of Rob Schneider's most outlandish characters. Like the character, the real Ula had lost an eye and had a bunch of scars from a shark encounter. Sean Astin was the last main character to audition. Before Fifty First First Dates, Astin had spent several years filming the Lord of the Rings movies back to back. But after wrapping up the series, he decided to tackle extremely different roles, one of which was this. He also appeared in the dark comedy Elvis Has Left the Building, the same year that he did Fifty First First Dates. In order to get into character, Sean made home videos as Doug Whitmore this helped him yeah this i'm not i'm not in his driveway this helped him master the lisping voice the physique and inferiority complex required for the character
1: where are those tapes we need to find we
0: need to find those i agree (laughs) the movie was mostly shot at kualoa ranch which is the same location as jurassic park the ranch is a massive 4,000-acre nature retreat that has been used for other movies um, as well, like Kong Skull Island and several of the Jurassic Park movies. It's also been the backdrop of movies like Lost and Hawaii 5 the reboot series. The ending in Alaska was shot in three different locations. Once the three locations were shot, they stitched them together for the final product. The interior of the boat was shot in an L.A. soundstage. The exterior of the boat was filmed in Hawaii, and then the mountains in the background were later captured in Alaska. Later, the visual effects team created what the director likes to call a moving matte painting to pull it off seamlessly. So Sony Pictures considered a happier ending for Lucy, in which she was cured um, in a 2019 interview with ew the director revealed that they were originally considering to cure Lucy at the end um, however in the end everyone supported the bittersweet ending. the director only had a 48-hour break between anger management and 51st States. The director said in an interview with BBC that as he was finishing anger management in 2002 Adam Sandler approached him about directing 51st states he said he would never do the two like uh, two movies like that close together again. Upon hearing of Adam Sandler's interest and involvement in the movie, Drew Barrymore wrote him a letter on a typewriter saying that she wanted to be in the movie and to work with him again. He, of course, thought it was a great idea.
1: Honorable mentions.
0: Honorable mentions. So mine is the... And it's funny that they didn't originally
1: want to do it here, but mine is the nod to Hawaii. I appreciate that they actually did cast a few Hawaiians in this movie. Totally. I think I... Would have probably liked more, specifically one character. I think Ula, instead of being Rob Schneider, probably could have been a Hawaiian, right? Agreed. I Um, completely
0: agree. That's a really good catch.
1: But I think Hawaii is one of those places that you can't really lie about it. You you can't fake it. Like New York City, half the movies in New York City are shot in Toronto. Right. You know, if it's Seattle or something, it's probably shot in Vancouver. Yeah. (laughs) Canadian cities, surprisingly, you can fake a lot of American (laughs) cities with Canadian cities. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, but but Hawaii, you just you, you can't fake that. Mm-hmm. And I thought they used a lot of the scenery really uh, successfully, and they really tried to use the landscape as kind of like as a character in the movie,
0: oh, I which like I that. thought was
1: really interesting. So so that was my honorable mention. And now that you mentioned that it could have been in Seattle, appreciated a lot more that it was done in Hawaii.
0: Yeah, I I don't think a lot of of movies are done in tropical places or in Hawaii. And I think it was a really cool touch. Well, I think that's why, right?
1: Because you can't fake being in Hawaii. You physically need to shoot in Hawaii. They do do it sometimes, like couples retreat, right? Is Somewhere. Aloha is definitely in Hawaii.
0: Uh, Okay. So my honorable mentions, Ula, because why not? I also think it's interesting that his character was based on someone real. Right. That's why I like it. Your
1: honorable mention is actually Ula. So...
0: I know that you don't like this character for Rob Schneider, but what I like about it is that he does outlandish characters, but this one is actually based on somebody real. It, it wasn't all him, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like that. <laughs> uh, my other honorable mention is Blake Clark, um, who plays Marlon, Lucy's dad. Oh, yes. I, I really like him as an actor, um, and he's in tons of Adam Sandler movies, and I didn't realize that yes, until I... I thought about it. So he's been in nine of Adam Sandler's movies. The Waterboy, Little Nicky, Mr. Deeds, Eight Crazy Nights, Fifty First Dates, I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, Bedtime Stories, Grown Ups, and That's My Boy. That's the one with Andy Samberg. That's my boy. Okay. Yeah. I don't have what should have been.
1: I've got one what should have been. You're going to hate it.
0: Oh, okay. It's
1: that Rob Schneider shouldn't have played Ula in the
0: movie or or that he
1: just didn't need to be here. But like, At the same time, it's an Adam Sandler movie. So I was trying to go through. I'm like, hey, if Rob Schneider's not ULA, who's playing ULA? Kevin James? Hate that. Oh, yeah, I know. David Spade? Hate that. Yeah. Although maybe he could do it.
0: Maybe he could do it. Chris
1: Rock? Uh, I actually don't hate that that much but I do hate it a little bit Rob Schneider playing Ula I was kind of eye-rolling the whole time but who else is gonna play him it's just gonna be another one of those nine actors that Adam Sandler uses for everything (laughs) yeah yeah
0: and I mean I I I think Ula was a like just an interesting character like a funny character it's not to say that you liked Ula no okay I didn't love Ula I just I don't know it's a typical Adam Sandler movie what I, I he needs to be in it.
1: He's got to be in there. Yeah. Okay. You know, and
0: I think the character having been a real person is cool. <laughs> I liked him. Outrageous and outlandish, but I liked him. I didn't hate him.
1: <laughs> rewatchability.
0: My rewatchability is chemistry five, storyline 4.5, thirst factor 3.5, imagination 5, soundtrack 4, cheese 5. For an overall score of four point five out of five, you got a cheese's five. Yeah, because I thought it was ridiculous. Oh my god, like and ridiculously there like, good. There were like sweet moments.
1: Yeah, okay, I guess. My scores are chemistry four, storyline four, thirst factor a one.
0: What? Okay, Drew Barrymore. That's you're- that's what brought it up to a three point five. Yeah,
1: you're you're being brought down. You're anchored down by Adam Sandler. Here. Yeah.
0: That's she's it's half because which, half of the main character like the two main characters
1: <laughs> um imagination for soundtrack for cheese 2
0: Okay all right all right First
1: score of 19 out of 30 which is a 3.1 Would you have 4.5 4.5 Oh my god that's high <laughs> You like 51st Dates. I do I do This has been the rom-com rewind up first dates if you are listening to us on spotify you made it this far
0: it would be horrible
1: if you didn't hit the follow button or if you're on apple Podcasts, the subscribe button clearly you like us enough to get all the way here as well you can follow us on instagram if you like at romcom rewind send us some messages we reply to everybody and on tiktok
0: thanks for listening